Welcome to the Midlife Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Michelle, a certified life and relationship coach, and I am so excited that you are here. The Midlife Chaos is for all of us facing midlife and wondering, how the heck did I get here? And where the flip am I going? Here we will talk about all the things that chaos brings. No topic is off the table, so join me on this adventure as we navigate the midlife chaos. I am so excited about this episode. Although this will not be rated E for explicit, the content will be a little questionable for younger ears. So please be mindful of that as we are talking all about sexy sleepover on this episode of the Midlife Chaos. Yes, I love to talk about sex. I love to talk about the fun, silly, raunchy, taboo parts of it. But I also love to talk about the beauty of it the way that it is so intimate and connecting, I see the sacredness of connecting with your loved one. And I love knowing that God designed our bodies in a way that brings us pleasure and allows us to share this most intimate part of ourselves. Sexy Sleepover was designed after many heartbreaking discussions with women who just aren't happy in their sex life. I've heard women say, you know, it just isn't for me. I could go the rest of my life and never have sex again. And I've talked to women that don't even know how their bodies work and it just isn't pleasurable at all. Or the woman that says, ugh, the hubby has been so crabby lately, I guess I better put out so he calms down. And here are some statements I've heard just recently. My mom taught me that there is no reason to shave above the knee. I'd like to spice things up and shave for my partner and surprise him for Valentine's Day. Or (laughs) on my wedding night, My mother said, uh, well, you'll just figure it out. I find it interesting that our mothers did not give us a whole lot to go off of as far as the talk, but then we're just supposed to figure it out and it'll all just work out, right? So to best explain what a sexy sleepover is, let me share a text exchange I had with someone after I posted about um, my first sexy sleepover. Now, you see, I think husbands have in their mind that us girls in our little jammies having our giggle fest of a pillow fight and we talk about all sorts of sexy, kinky things. And I may or may not allow that visual to stay in their heads, (laughs) but the hubbies are typically super eager to get their wives to one of these events and hopefully the wife comes home fixed and ready to be their little sex kitten. So this was the text exchange. She asked, what is this? And I said, the sexy sleepover is a safe place to chat all things sex. A lot of the women I work with have the same conditioning that sex is a totally taboo topic. I realize a lot of women struggle with their sexuality in one way or another, and then it feels very isolating that they are the only one experiencing these problems. So the sleepover is where we can talk about some of these thoughts and hangups that people have. And once we tackle our thoughts around sex, then we can talk about the fun stuff. Then nothing is off the table. We chatted about hormones, positions, lubes, toys, etc. She then asked me, is it an actual sleepover? So I said, well, for that one, I booked a suite at a hotel with an adjoining room. Some ladies went home, some stayed the night. We chatted until about two, so it was pretty late. I've got a couple sleepovers planned in Utah and Idaho where they're doing a whole girls weekend, and I'm just coming to lead the discussion, but then I'll leave and let them have their time. I've also done a multi-day retreat, not focused on sex. 
I have some girls in Williston wanting to do a sleepover, but we're still chatting about if it's something I would, I would sleep over at with them or not. I'm planning on doing another one in Watford that will be the same hotel sleepover. So that's it. That is a sexy sleepover. So what does this look like then? I currently offer two different sexy sleepover variations. The first, we dive into our conditioning and our attitude around sex. What and how did you first learn about sex? In your family, socially, culturally, at church? What exactly was taught or what was inferred? Were you allowed to talk about it or even question? What was the attitude regarding sex in home, church, socially, and culturally? How did your parents show you affection or teach you about love? And what is the story that we tell ourselves about sex? I was at a store today just chatting with the shopkeeper. I was kind of sorting through a bin of stickers she had on the counter, and we were laughing at the different sayings, and she commented about how, depending on the mood is when she orders, that's what she gets in. And I said, oh, I'm a sex coach, so the stickers in my office are all vulvas, flowers that look like vulvas. We laughed, and then there's this other visitor in the store, and she'd say, a sex coach? You mean people need help with that? And I said, oh, you'd be surprised. She said, not me, I love it. And we laughed, and I said, oh, good girls don't do that kind of thing. To which she said, um, I thought I was a good girl. And I said, well, you're probably the best kind of girl then. So we do talk a lot about good girl syndrome at the sexy sleepover. We ask ourselves the questions like, what do I believe about sex? How do I feel about my partner in sex? How do I feel about my sexuality? How do I want to feel in my sexual relationship? What will I need to change in order to have the sexual relationship I truly desire? And what would I possibly gain? What ideas do I have about myself and who I should be that keeps me from being my true self? And what other shoulds do I have regarding sex and intimacy? We go on to talk about our thoughts around our partner. What are some thoughts about my partner did I used to have at the beginning of the relationship? When my partner wants to engage sexually, how do I respond? What thoughts do I want to think on purpose about my partner and sexually? We then talk about ways to build arousal and desire. We talk about things that turn us on and the things that turn us off. We talk about how we can be more playful, how we can show up in a better headspace to be open to that time. I do open for question and answers, and believe me, I do not have all the answers, but I do love hearing from all of you. I love to see the support that women have for each other. I love the woman who was drugged by a friend to be here and then open up and recognize that she is not naughty, dirty, or shameful for realizing that she actually loves sex, but has been held back because of years of conditioning that taught her that sex was naughty, dirty, and shameful. We talk about our phase of life and how menopause or hysterectomies have wrecked our bodies, and now lube is more important than ever. We talk about how to introduce toys. Now, some of the question and answers do get downright dirty, and I am here for it. You've never tried a blowjob? Are you interested in getting started? Well, I just happen to have a banana right here. Any volunteers care to demonstrate? You have questions about trying new positions or which positions work better for this or that? Okay, let's ask the group. What works for you? We are a sisterhood supporting each other in one of the most God-sanctioned aspects of ourselves and with our partners. The second variation of sexy sleepover is sex worth having. 
Once we can get our mindset to a place that we can allow ourselves to enjoy sex, now let's have great sex. We talk more about reclaiming the orgasm, talking about ownership of our own pleasure, how to incorporate breath work, sound, movement, mindfulness, and energy into being completely present. We talk about being more playful, role-playing, fantasy even. We talk about accelerators and brakes, meaning what gets this car moving or what is slowing things down and how to deal with it. We talk about foreplay begins when the last sexual encounter ends. And we talk about being flirty and putting the desire as a priority. And again, questions and answers, not just from me, but from each other. Now I've heard people say that it is just not right that I'm so open about sexual things. Okay. They've said, if you had a private bathroom matter, you wouldn't just be open about that. Um, actually, if my stool all of a sudden had a weird texture, color, smell, whatever, I would for sure be asking my closest girlfriends or even my mother, and I'd definitely be Googling it. What the heck is going on? So why do we feel like we can't have conversations around sexual things? I'm not saying we need to be super crass and shout it from the rooftops, but I do hope that people recognize me as someone who will be completely open, non-judgmental, and be a safe place that they can say, what the heck is going on? I honestly do believe that our sexuality is sacred. I believe that God gave us these bodies by design. I mean, do you realize that he gave us women a specific body part that its only sole purpose is for pleasure? And men, be jealous. That body part has more than double the nerve endings than a penis. So let's learn to embrace the beauty and blessing that it is to be a sexual woman. Now, I do have a sexy sleepover planned for this weekend. We will actually be talking about sex worth having because mostly those attending have already been through the first course of sexy sleepover. We also have a field trip planned in the morning at the make a love store. So if you've never been and are interested, um, it's before the store opens. It is just our small group. So it's an intimate setting to go and take a look around and ask the questions that you may have. So yes, I am pretty passionate about talking about sex and sexual things because it is so connecting in a partnership and it is so, um, enlivening when you can figure out your sexuality for yourself. So if you are interested in me bringing a sexy sleepover to you, I am so excited to do that. I love to travel and I love to travel to you and talk about sexy sleepover. Um, like I said in the beginning about through the text exchange, it can be um, where we can do it in a hotel, we can do it in your home, we can do it where you have a whole girl's night planned, I just come in for a presentation and leave and let you guys continue your jammy giggle fest pillow fight, whatever it is your husbands are imagining. Or it can be a whole thing where I come and I stay the night and we can just talk all night and answer all the questions that you have. Whatever works for you and your friend group, um, I would love to spread the word of sexy sleepover. So um, I will be in Idaho in March. I'll be in Arizona in April. So if you are in either of those states and would love a sexy sleepover, please reach out to me because I would love to um, bring that to you and your friends. If you are just needing some one-on-one -on -one time to talk about some of those sexual things that you've not felt comfortable bringing up in um, a mixed group, then please reach out to me. I'd love to have that conversation with you.
Okay, we have got Valentine's Day next week, and so all things sexy for that, right? So just wanted to remind you of the Intimacy app um, that they're just still doing their 14-day challenge that you can hop in on. Um, and even though you're late to the game, you can still participate in any ways. It's a fun way to get new ideas for your relationship. Um, I did also just get an email from Monica Tanner. Uh, she's the one from Secrets of Happily Ever After, and they are selling a date night journal, which I think is such a great idea. Um, to just kind of journal different date ideas that you have. So whether you choose to purchase her journal or create your own, I think is so fun to be able to look back. Maybe you've been taking notes for a few months or even a few years to go back and see which dates you guys have been on and then go ahead and journal like what was fun about it, what wasn't fun about it, what would you do next time, would you even do this one again? Um, it kind of reminds me, I have a friend that was asking for song suggestions because every Valentine's Day she makes a playlist for her partner that kind of represents where they're at in their love journey for the year. And I said, wow, how fun that would be to go back a couple years and listen to the music you chose then and kind of reminisce about where you were at with your relationship. Also, um, the Dating Divas have a new subscription box. I love a subscription box. <laughs> um, we've done quite a few. There's like Fantasy Box. Um, I think Adore Me might have one. But anyways, you can Google uh, subscription, fantasy, sex, you know, whatever. Um, and a lot of these come with a date night idea, maybe a piece of lingerie, a toy, um, different scenarios to role play or kind of whatever your comfort level is. So you can find a subscription box that fits the needs of your partnership. But the Dating Divas, hold on, I was just going to pull up my little note for that. So it is actually like a five lug language. Um, it covers all five love languages. So the first one being gift giving. You get a new gift delivered every three months. Um, the physical touch, it emphasizes on sexy, intimate products to enjoy more touch and affection. Quality time, obviously, you're getting experiences, games, and date nights to enjoy together. Um, words of affirmation, because it comes with a printable card that you can write in to personalize it. And then, acts of service, you get to spoil and serve your spouse regularly. So if you have a hard time coming up with new date night ideas, you're just kind of stuck in a rut, um, I suggest any of these subscription type boxes just because it's fun, it comes in the mail and that's super exciting. Or there's some great books out there. We used to do like the 101 Nights of Romance. They also have a 100 Nights of Great Sex version. The Adventure Challenge is also a really great book. And if you can't get to a store before Valentine's Day or Prime Shipping doesn't get in <laughs> before then, and you're looking for something quick and easy, maybe that's budget friendly, you could come up with a whole bunch of different data ideas, put them on, you know, just print them out, cut them up and stick them in a jar. And then you guys take turns pulling from the jar and you have to do that. There are so many ideas out there on Pinterest, on just Googling, um, that you can find lots of fun new date night ideas. Okay, so just a couple quick things. First of all, can I just say how fun after last week's episode, I have had people messaging me either saying, okay, I'm doing this with you. I'm going to drink more water or like even my sister messaged on the socials. I have a, my ukulele too and I need the excuse to get playing it, you know, so yes, let's do it together. Um, I had someone text me with their list of goals and where they're at with it. So you guys, this is amazing. We are not even to the middle of February and you guys are rocking it. So I am loving that your focus is doing more in 24. So congrats to all of you. You guys are freaking rock stars. I love it. Um, the other thing is I am going to be interviewing Jer um, 
for our anniversary. We have our 25th wedding anniversary coming up. And so I'm going to be interviewing him, talking about all things, our relationship. Um, And so we are asking you guys if there's anything that you are just dying to know, (laughs) as if you care. (laughs) But if you have any questions for JR and I, um, and it can be relationship questions, it could be like really anything. Nothing is off the table here. So send us your questions that you have for us because we'd love to um, hear what you guys are wanting to know and we'll address that. And then my one last thing I announced last week, I was going to talk about my upcoming retreat. So put down the dates, May 16th through 18th, we are doing the importance of friendshipping in Medora here in North Dakota. So I will have pricing and all that stuff coming up. Um, but go ahead and put that on your calendar, May 16th through 18th. Um, and it will not be sexy sleepover focus. It'll just be a PG weekend, but all about friendshipping and the importance of the sisterhood that we are all a part of. Now go out and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Midlife Chaos. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. I sure would appreciate that. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. If you want to see what else we are up to, check out my Instagram at the Midlife Chaos or join our Facebook group, Midlife Chaos VIPs.